everybody um welcome back to the communitarian and i'm here with a good friend of mine simona garcia and today uh we even have a topic today i'm not I'm not promising we will not uh go off on a few tangents but uh we're gonna be talking about what moves us as human beings and um simona do you kind of want to do just like a like a brief introduction of yourself and kind of your background and everything. I do. Is it okay if I jot down a few notes? Absolutely. Yep. Very cool. Okay. Uh, like Bryce said, I am Simona Garcia and him and I have been friends for approximately what? 10 years? No, maybe Oh, about 10 years, right? 14, 15, maybe. Yeah, probably. Maybe some, 16, so actually eight years. We've been friends for eight years, there you go. which is pretty <laughs> neat. And yes, it adds some context to the conversation. So yes. if you hear us speaking very authentically, then you know why. And, uh, I guess a little bit about myself. I am a psychology major. Recently graduated from Iowa State last May. So yes, I was one of the uh, pandemic graduates. And though my graduation was virtual, I am not complaining. I'm very uh, happy to have graduated from Iowa State University and will now be continuing my journey at Arizona State University beyond school. Although it does kind of identify me, I enjoy practicing yoga and I love reading. You will find me outdoors, and you'll find me cooking, baking, hanging out with my friends, and um, pretty much, pretty much, pretty much everything. I'm, I'm, I'm not a daredevil. You won't find me doing stunts on motorcycle. But other than <laughs> other that, than sums that. you up pretty well, Simona. Why? <laughs> thank you. Yeah. So, uh, Simona came to me with the topic for uh, for this week, and that was really exciting because I knew that that'd be something that she was very interested in talking about and also probably slightly knowledgeable on. Um, so, what got you, like, thinking about, about this uh, concept of, like, what moves us? I am 
very glad that you asked because one day I found myself uh, kind of stuck and I dove into my mind and realized it was a lot of my thinking that was holding me back and what I what I realized is I I when I asked myself what 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 moves me you know because what I do is when I find myself stuck I I ask myself the opposite. So if I'm feeling held back by fear, is it a fear of um, inability? And if so, what is preventing me from accomplishing it, it, my goal? And so, so actually, when I had thought to message you, it was in a moment where I found an outcome of the epiphany that I had unknowingly been reflecting on. And I was like, whoa, like I was naturally moved. And I was just like, I don't know how to describe it, but it got me thinking. I'm like, what is it that moves us? And a lot of it is up in the air and a mentality that is hard to reach. But the more I thought about it, I found it all begins with a purpose. And that's what kind of gets me awake and alive and in touch with reality is I can connect to my purpose. And and so in preparation for the podcast, I thought, you know, it might be a good idea to kind of jot down whether it's on a piece of paper or mentally five ideas of like what gets us moving because when we're thinking, we're moving. And the reason I know that from heart is we integrate action. And so when when we're learning and we apply that action to whatever it is that we're working on, we learn better and we learn quicker. And so if you don't mind, I think it would be very collaborative if we're maybe brainstorming a few ideas of what we believe moves us and kind of beginning with purpose. And then, like I said, I'll kind of, toss in a few ideas and can toss in a few ideas and we'll see where it goes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That sounds great. Um, also, um, this is for both Simona because I know she might be interested, but also anyone that's listening, uh, there's a book that I literally just finished and I thought it was so crazy that Simona brought up this idea of like what moves us and like, um, you know, what, uh what drives the human to uh to move to do and accomplish things and be alive and and in the moment and it is this book i picked up from the bookstore is a used book um called man's search for meaning an (gasps) introduction to logotherapy by victor e frankel and uh he was he was a survivor of the Holocaust. Uh, he's a Jewish man, and he was a psychologist before, and he was writing this paper on his, uh, some call it like the third school of psychology, um, this logotherapy idea. And he talks about it in the book, ironically, his time in these concentration camps actually helped him develop this um 
and I, I won't tell you the whole book, but essentially he thinks that what moves us as human beings is our purpose or our why, you know? And wow. I think, I think that's something that I, like you said, you kind of roll out of bed and you kind of remind yourself, why am I doing what I'm doing today? Like, why am I doing it? Not why do other people want me to do it, but why am I doing it? (laughs) And so for me, I think my big why is getting back to nature and our natural selves. I think that's something that drives me. Um, And just being conscientious and reflective of how humans interact with nature and how important it is to us. Yes, I think there's a lot there from Man's Search of Meaning. Is that the title of the book? Man's Search of Meaning? Man's Search for Meaning. Man's Search for Meaning. Thank you for correcting me. And getting back to nature because there's something about nature that kind of helps us to discover our purpose. And I think that's because nature has existed longer than we have. And for us to be a part of uh, an ecosystem is kind of an honor. And and so I want to quickly add to the conversation Mm -hmm. that I am very impressed that you read that book because I've heard good things about it. And it, it, it is a reputable book. So I would definitely check that book out from the local library if it's open or order it online because it's a good one and it gets you thinking about what it would be like to be in a concentration camp which is kind of a concept in and of itself and I, I believe many people are uh, familiar and well versed with that idea of like what would it be like to be in a concentration camp because you're limited to life as we know it we kind of forget the freedom we have and what I've heard about the book is it's very humbling because we have privileges as a, as citizens of a first world country where it's like in a concentration camp. Like they, they, they're centered around survival. Mm-hmm. And that was one of those big points is that, you know, um, Frankel is obviously well versed in the other two schools of, of psychology, like, Adler's School of Psychology and the Freudian School of Psychology. Um, And he's like, we were in uh, the perfect situation. Not perfect, but like clinically, uh, you're stripping everything away from a human being and reverting them back to the most primitive form of existence. And he's like, uh, he's he essentially that's how he started drawing these conclusions and i think it is humbling like so humbling but it's also incredible the way that his mind works is that he was going through this terrible thing but he his mind was so active and i think he even in the book kind of makes an ode to that and he's like i think that's partially kind of what kept me alive is you know um thinking about those things you know like 
how can I make something good out of this? And I think that really pushed him to survive, you know, and retain his morals and his mental sanity. Back to that touch point of survival and kind of uh, coupling it with the idea of like, how can I make something good out of this? When you said that, it, it, it uh, translated in my mind is like, how can I metaphorically <clears throat> make something good out of life? And that is the idea of purpose and finding your purpose. And when you wake up and you're thinking, what do I want to do with my day and how do I want to construct it? You should be thinking of how do I make something good out of it? Because it's honestly, it, it shouldn't be just one day. It's, it's an entire life and you're forming your life. And you want to be careful about that because we only get one shot at this and so I think it is important to think more deeply about how we live and that is the irony that I find with the next topic which is subconscious and how does our subconscious come into play when we're moving because I don't know about you but have you ever found yourself where you're moving so organically that you're not even thinking about movement where you've kind of elevated to the space of I'm just living and and breathing and like functioning and quite honestly accomplishing what it is it needs to be done in a healthy and sufficient manner where I'm I'm seeing my life clearly I'm I'm able to see a vision for what needs to get done and and I have that drive and the enthusiasm and like the excitement and and I and beyond that I also know where I need to stop and be content with just being like sad sometimes. And I I do honestly think of that as a good idea, like where you said it like it's okay to be upset and and the reason why I can second that is because I found just recently like I was sad about something and I don't know if it was about my life or a book I was reading honestly sometimes I get so entangled in my books I'm like am I connecting with the character in a a book I'm reading or what but it it's it's really an emotion and as humans we do need to connect with those emotions yeah yeah 100% I totally agree with that and I I do find that um one, you can get to the place where, like, you know, you wake up and your effort toward your purpose is almost nearly effortless. And you are doing that that thing that you woke up to do and you feel great about it and it's giving you life and it's, uh, it's radiating good energy. And I, I've uh, – there's – I've heard people talk about it and they reference like a flow state and um, that's kind of, I, I think sometimes it's like a, a word, like an advertising word sometimes that floats around, but I think the concept itself is kind of around yoga and meditation, but it also can be transcended into like everyday life, you know, uh, 
it's like where your passion perfect purpose and effort kind of meet each other and everything is just like well aligned Mm -hmm. that is oh god that how do i even that into words that is where i strive to be at and and sometimes that happens naturally if we're doing what we're supposed to i honestly honestly believe that our lives align themselves in the in the most scary way and it's not scary in terms of oh my gosh i'm scared it's scary real where you're like whoa how did my life align that way like i didn't even know my life could align right like that you know yeah and i think it it comes in waves too like to to expect to be in that area like forever i think is not you know it's not realistic it's just like you can't be happy all the time and you know otherwise you it's um i'm trying to think like i think you can hover around that area but it will never be just like spot on perfect all the time you know i just think there's like a healthy fluctuation and I think that flow state can manifest itself in like different areas of your life too. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether it's your physical action, whether it's um, maybe in your love life or your friendship, relationship building, you know, like it can take many different forms and it may not be in your, it may not be all encompassing, but you can feel it sometimes you know mm-hmm. i think well the reason why i believe that we might not always be happy is because i know it it is good to sometimes be sad because on those days we're called to examine our consciousness and it's not always sadness it could be disappointment or grief which we know is natural given a certain circumstance or it could be anger now i wouldn't sin in anger but i like anger isn't bad in and of itself it's just it's a part of human nature where we experience an emotion and that emotion is an identifier of how we're feeling contingent upon maybe something someone said to us or a life circumstance like it could have nothing to do with a person like maybe and i don't like to speak bad things because i don't want them to manifest but like if if i get a paper cut might be angry might be mad might be storming into my bathroom looking for a band-aid but am it like is is that gonna ruin my day no because like you can find light there you might find a memory where you're a kid and there's a really funny memory attached to it and you're like well i didn't even know that was in the reservoir of my memory and so you can find light in the darkness it's just don't get so boggled down if like one little bad thing happens or you might feel unaligned if you're unaligned that's a sign like hey let me get back on track here like where where did I have a misstep and like how how might I be needing to change my day and maybe I need to wake up earlier maybe I need to go to bed later and wake up later maybe that's a good path for me maybe I need to start working out maybe I need to not work out so much maybe you know maybe I don't know it could be a plethora of different things but but I don't think there's anything in 
that and what you said about like maintaining that level of happiness because I think sometimes we have to be grounded to really connect with not only ourselves but where we want to be in life and and that's such a broad phrase but it's so it's so true because as 20 year olds we have so much life ahead of us like we need to think more intentionally about our actions Mm -hmm. that way we're gearing ourselves towards where we want to so we do find that higher alignment yeah yeah 100 percent. and the other thing too i i think uh people might run into i know i did and um something that simona touched on there was like if you are feeling off you know like that is the time to probably like do some self-reflection and Simone is really good at that. Simone does a lot of reflecting on ideas herself, you know, like she said, her emotions, she like processes them. And that's something I've been trying to do better as well. Um, and I think it's something that we can all work on really challenge ourselves to do. Um, but also, on the idea of purpose, um, you know, like in college, I was kind of under the impression that uh, we had to like pick one purpose and that had to be our purpose for the rest of our lives. Uh, but I, I've also realized lately that your purpose can change and it can it can take different forms as you learn new things and have new experiences you don't have to be like bolted to that purpose that you identified, you know, years ago or even a week ago. Like if there's something else that comes into your life and you like, Oh, this is something that I want to help with, or I think I can help solve or we can, I can make a difference in X way. Um, Don't feel afraid to like you know mold your purpose to that a little bit so what do you mean i guess um so like for me you know uh in college i was i was huge on like sustainability and um stuff like that but uh it was a little more commercial like I was really into uh, wanting to, like, save the world, essentially, which is a heavy, that's, like, a big goal for me, for anyone. Um, But, like, as I've gotten more experience in the job fields and stuff like that is um, my purpose has changed a little more to, like, realizing that people are becoming extremely detached from nature itself and so while yes climate change is a big issue for me and if you follow me on social media i'm constantly (laughs) reposting things that have to do with climate change and nature um i've kind of molded my purpose a little bit and changed it over time to also encompass like how can i 
help people see that they are part of an ecosystem. Like humans are not um, totally detached from nature and every other living thing on this planet. We're uh, we're a part of a system, and we have to fit in that system in order for the system to stay intact, I guess, and to for our own survival, you know, at at, at its core. And so, like, that transition has happened over a couple of years, and my purpose has pretty much changed, I guess, over the last couple of years. So that's, I just kind of wanted to bring that up and share that part of my journey, I guess. I am glad that you brought that up because it reminds me of how my journey has changed. And if my journey has changed, maybe other people's journey has changed. And I do think that's a good thing because that's where we discover ourselves. And I, I believe you have a lot of knowledge into this realm of um, like seeing ourselves as a finite part of a society where it's not all about us, but it's about the connections that we have. And speaking of connections, actually, do you mind if I kind of unpack this, uh, referring to an idea of what I see as purpose and, and more than that, the catalyst being movement and how loved ones exercise food, emotions, hobbies, these are all like catalysts for movement. But knowing we have about five, maybe a few more minutes at the most, I might talk quickly. Yeah, are, are you go, good go ahead. Listening? I apologize okay, for okay. The, the long tangent there. <laughs> no, you're good. I, where do I start? I... Uh, we kind of spoke about the subconscious already, so I will kind of make my way to the purpose behind movement. So what moves us? And what I like to think of is what actually gets me moving on a subconscious level. So it's where am I organically jumping up and excited? And what I have found is loved ones move me a lot. So if I'm like kind of just sitting around and I'm chilling and then out of the blue my friend texts me and she says hey let's go out to eat I'm like oh what do you naturally do you get excited you feel that jolt in your heart your mind starts racing you're like oh my gosh I have to find an outfit where are we gonna go to eat you know how much time do I have to get ready Uh what are we gonna talk about and all of that segues back to purpose and how because we as human beings, we find our purpose in creating connections with our friends. And our friends, they bring up emotions. Those emotions are usually good. It's happiness. It's joy. It's uh, prehistoric conversations, connections that have already been made. It's the idea of newness, of what are we going to talk about today? Like, where are we going to go? What is new in my life? And that usually triggers us to first want to ask the other person, what is new in your life? And, and sometimes within a friendship, you have hobbies and those hobbies are what connect you. So you might start thinking to yourself one day, man, I really want to get back outside. I really want to go camping. I really want to go hiking. I want to play tennis or I 
want to go hammocking and you think of your friends that also enjoy those activities and you reach out to them. So what does that involve? Movement. You're up. You're excited. And and that kind of catapults us into thinking further about how loved ones, emotions, food, hobbies, those all connect. And then the most fundamental term associated with movement is exercise. And so part of our purpose in life is to live a long life. And sometimes that involves exercise. And and so for me, when I'm piecing together my life, I think of all of these foundations and how it, it all begins with a subconscious level of purpose. And that is what's truly amazing about you reading man's search for meaning and and then kind of God or a higher power airdropping this idea of speak about movement. What moves you? What is guiding you? You know, where how are you determining determining, sorry, your motion and and what keeps you going? And and so I hope some of that was clear depending on where you're at in life and like where you connect on certain points and where you might not connect on certain points. But I just want to say like it's so important to really look inward and think to yourself where where am I finding the most movement? Why is that and and what stops me? And ooh, it ooh, I it's so tough to ask ourselves like why do we have to stop, you know, but sometimes we do need to become still and 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 in that we find potential energy and that's a topic that his name is Jim Quick he's an author and you'll find a podcast of his speeches as well and I think it I would search Jim Quick I should know I forgive me for not knowing but uh, he'll explain an idea of kinetic energy and potential energy and potential energy is us when we're resting and then when we wake up it's kinetic energy so what gets us moving that's awesome I'll maybe try and find that and put the link in the description for this. And I can send it to you. I have. I, oh, wait, I did. Oh, yes, you did. Yeah. So I'll just throw it right in there. Cool beans. Um, but Simona and I were talking a little bit before, too. And uh, we, we know that this is a little rushed, but uh, we might end up getting together and elaborate on things a little more. Um absolutely so again thank you simona for for sharing your time with us and like i said so crazy that you sent me that idea as i was finishing up (laughs) this this book um but again thank you and um is there anything else you'd like to say there at the for to wrap things up i uh am just appreciative of being able to become a part of the podcast and I thank you for allowing me to talk for hearing me and for letting me kind of join in on a piece of your life and I I think that there's a a lot of power that can come from just an introduction to the talk so like you said we will elaborate more later on Awesome. Well, we'll look forward to that and
Peace, love, and blessings, everybody. Have a great day. 100%.